All right, guys, what's going on? Welcome back to the LMBE podcast with yours truly, me. I'm the problem, it's me, Mike Rispoli. Man, I know last week I gave her some shit, but damn, does Tay-Tay know how to write a catchy lyric. So anyways, how's everybody's week going? You guys doing good? You guys have a fun Valentine's Day? You guys receiving your annual Russell Stover's box of chocolates? Because <laughs> nothing says I love you more than a last minute $10 box of chocolates that you can go grab at CVS. <laughs> Ugh, but you know what? I mean, actually, with inflation right now, that box of chocolates might be up to $15. But how the fuck would I know, considering I had nobody to give one to? So <laughs> I am a bad source of information. And you know, speaking of information, I didn't even touch on the fact that Usher was the halftime performance at the Super Bowl last week. And uh, honestly, I just didn't think that it was really relevant to talk about, considering I didn't even think Usher was relevant since like 2015. So... <laughs> I mean, honestly, I just never really listened to that type of music. I actually thought that the performance was pretty decent. Um, I thought his dancing was good. I just wish that he kind of went more into his hits. He played like three seconds of like some of his biggest hits, and that was really all he covered. Except for the one with Lil John. Like, yeah, it was pretty well covered, and I was pretty appreciative of that. But also, how can you not like Alicia Keys? I was pretty happy with her little cameo. But other than that, um, I thought the overall performance was kind of mid besides the dancing to be completely honest but hey unpopular opinion and feel free to yell at me all you want in the comments i personally don't really care <laughs> but anyways did you guys have a nice little president's day your company give you guys the day off it's always nice to get that one day off um i actually spent my day off trying to find work because my employer starts my part-time gig starting March 1st, so I got to try and find something to start supplementing some of this income that I'm going to be losing. And I think what I can do is I can actually qualify for unemployment insurance because my company cut my hours. So I figured, you know what? Fuck it. I mean, we pay so many bogus and unnecessary taxes as is just by fucking breathing. So you know what? When you can finally take back some of the money that they took from you then you may as well just go ahead and do it. But I will say, I mean, it's only a temporary solution. The problem with these like kind of programs is when people begin to abuse it. I mean, in a way, it's kind of like drugs. <laughs> like, once you get a little taste of some free money and the longer you do it for, the harder it becomes to quit doing it. <laughs> but you may as well take advantage of it when you can. I mean, in the guidelines, you still have to prove that you're looking for work in order to receive it. So I honestly don't know how many people can actually just keep abusing it, given those guidelines. But hey, I mean, if you're lazy enough to not want to work, but creative enough to keep coming up with excuses, then who the fuck am I to stop you? <laughs> but I mean, you know, you could just use that as a skill to showcase on your resume. Like, if you're just a naturally good liar, just go into sales. <laughs> Uh, put those lies to the test. But you know, this actually reminds me of like some words of advice that my dad gave me back when I was first applying for jobs right out of college. And those words of advice was that everything in life is sales. And as I'm hunting for jobs, I'm realizing that those words of advice couldn't be more than true. Because when you think about it, the product that you're selling when you're applying for a job is yourself. You have to kind of look at yourself as the reason as to why you're the best in the market for that position. Now... Don't get ahead of yourselves. There's a massive difference between showcasing your strengths and exuding your confidence rather than just being a total douchebag. <laughs> I mean, no matter how great you think you are, everyone could be worked on. Hell, I mean, you think I'm so great? 
I'm such a fucking hothead and I'm so easily annoyed that fucking being annoyed makes me annoyed. <laughs> I'm far from perfect, trust me. I have pissed off a ton of people in my short 27 years of life. And you know, every single one of my exes can also attest to this. <laughs> and yeah, right now I'm probably doing a better job of dissuading you than selling you on myself. But if it truly is one thing that we can all learn to do, I mean, as cliche as this sounds, it's all about like trying to figure out where your flaws are and how you can grow as a person. But I mean, let's look at a guy like Jelly Roll, right? The dude went from being a drug dealing jailbird to now being one of today's biggest country stars. And now he's made a plea to Congress about passing the anti-fentanyl law because he was, quote, once part of the problem and now wants to be part of the solution. So, you know, it's never too late to make a positive change in your life, but it's up to you to has to do it at the end of the day here. I mean, look at me. Truthfully, I'll be honest here. I went into college having no clue with what I wanted to do. I didn't give a fuck about anything in high school. I never tried any clubs and I didn't do sports because I was a fat, lazy bastard and was too nervous that I would never get any playing time given my physical inabilities, despite whatever lack of athletic ability that I actually thought I might have had. So I pretty much just went through high school just going to class. Like that was pretty much all it was. I didn't really understand what I truly liked besides the one hobby I had, which was playing the guitar and quite frankly, not even learning the right techniques to even truly play it the right way or truly even try and hone the craft. So when it came down to going down to college, I had no idea what I wanted to do. And thank God for my sister, because whatever college she found that she was interested in, I just kind of tagged along for the visit and that was what I considered my college search. <laughs> oh. I mean, it's actually funny though, because initially I thought that I wanted to be a teacher. Like I figured, hey, summer's off, afternoon's off, besides maybe doing some grading. Seems like kind of a sweet gig. Plus I thought it would have matched my already lazier lifestyle. <laughs> but then, you know, as I was going to school, I kind of realized that I didn't want to like teach based on what a curriculum deemed was important. And you know, I kind of felt like that was almost like brainwashing to a degree. <laughs> I mean, you're going to teach these kids these subjects and touch on these points that only we feel are truly important. I mean, hell, look at what's going on in schools right now. There's a reason why we're fighting about what's being taught in schools, because it seems like teachers now are only teaching what they feel is important rather than what schools and parents actually want their kids to be taught. So especially given like my personality, it would not have gone over well. <laughs> so then I just kind of stuck with something when it came to like what I wanted to study. I just ended up sticking with something that I actually did well in high school and I had an interest in it and that was history. And it was mostly just because that way I would be able to pass my classes. Like I knew that was something that I would be able to like kind of move forward with, at least on an academic standpoint. But then I realized that I also kind of like media but again, I have to shout out my sister here because she was the one who first majored in communications. And she said, hey, if you actually want to maybe get into media, then you should probably take this Com 101 class that I took because I thought it was kind of interesting. So that's what ended up getting me into communications. So yeah, backstory. So one of my sisters and I went to the same college for all four years. So hopefully that kind of clears up some confusion. So now I'm like, I'm at this point and I figure, okay, well, history is something that I like just to learn about. And calm was something that I might be able to actually get a job in. And as much as I wanted to do something in media, my dumbass ends up taking none of those types of internships. And I just go with what I think I can do because it was, quote unquote, the easier way forward, all based off of the lack of skills that I never truly strive to get in the first place. 
So like here I am now trying to finally figure this out and I figure now here's my chance to actually try and get into media and I just got to learn how to do this all out on my own. Ugh, I mean, Jesus, I somehow have to make this podcast gain followers. And you know what? You might be saying, oh, that's easy. It's just social media. Yeah, it's easy for the people who know what they're fucking doing. <laughs> uh, the social medias I have are drier than my sex life. You expect me to just get this thing done overnight? <laughs> Jesus Christ. And it's not like I could just get by on my good looks and shake my ass for the camera. <laughs> Hell, I don't even like dancing in bars. No fucking way am I going to shake it for the fucking camera. So until I can kind of get my life figured out here, I have to go on job interviews. But all right, I think that's enough about me. <laughs> this was all information that none of you asked for. So how about we go back to the topic of like trying to sell ourselves here? And no, I'm not just talking about your bodies. Like Jesus Christ. Although, you know what? Some of you really got to stop only selling your looks as if that's also your fucking personality. Like just because maybe your face looks great, it doesn't necessarily mean that your fucking personality is that shining either. I mean, honest to God, it's fucking crazy to me that some of you fuckers out there really tend to put more time into your social media accounts than you do your personalities. Because the amount of fucking people who aren't influencers in any way, shape, or form, and they can just learn how to strike a pose, set a filter, and come up with a caption, yet they aren't shit in their everyday lives, can have thousands of followers. Now at some point, once I kind of get this more figured out, I do plan on having video. And with that said, I do not think that I am a totally unattractive person. <laughs> but you know what? Once we get there, that's when you can make that opinion. All right? All right? All right. But you know what? I actually don't think that I base my whole fucking personality based on how I think I look. I mean, you guys could totally think I'm an asshole, but I was a fat kid. <laughs> so it wasn't like when I was younger, I was getting all these looks coming my way. So I actually had to learn how to strike up some sort of a personality, whether I liked it or not. And if you haven't gathered, one of the recurring themes on this podcast will be what I see in dating apps. And holy shit. And I see it from all aspects, believe me. Because you know what? My women friends show me what the fuck they see on their side of the dating world on these apps. And I mean, Jesus Christ, some of these fucking guys, I could only wish that I had their confidence. I mean, you know what? It's always the ones who actually don't deserve to be that confident. Like, for example, like, who is that fucking guy that looked like the turtle with no neck on one of those dating shows? Um, <laughs> I don't know. You, you guys know who the fuck I'm talking about. But, like, you see it all over these dating apps. And I don't know who needs to hear this, but guys, seriously. Enough with the fucking fish photos. Like, I know that that has just become such a running joke all over social media, but holy shit, is it true? I mean, be honest with yourself. Be truly honest with yourself. That was your fucking friend's boat, and you only took that photo to make the impression that you were a boat guy, because you liked a party. But I caught a fish, and catching a fish is manly, so it's going to make her seem more attracted to me. It makes me seem like I can survive out in the wild. Bitch, we all fucking know you can't. <laughs> but what I will say is there is a caveat. And the caveat is to all you like cowgirls out there. If you actually are an outdoorsy type girl and you are looking for that type of guy, then go ahead and swipe right on all those fish photos to your heart's content. But all the girls who I see complain about this are not you. So this doesn't apply to everybody. But do you know what 90% of the chicks are thinking of you when they see that you caught a fish? They're not thinking manly. 
They're thinking, oh, that's cool. He caught a fish. Too bad it wasn't a fucking disease. <laughs> I mean, the only time anybody actually wants to see a fish is if you're buying it at the store or if it's being brought out to you on a fucking plate. Fish are generally freaky looking. But you know what the absolute best part to me is? Is when you see that one dude with the fish photo and that dude looks like the fucking fish that he's got in his hand. <laughs> oh my God, their fucking eyes are the same distance apart. <laughs> their fucking mouths are open. <laughs> However, and I will extend an olive branch here. When I was on dating apps, I'm not anymore because I just kind of got over it and I just said, hey, you know what? I really truly need a break from all this shit. So I haven't been on one in a very long time. But when I was on them, I arguably did something just as bad, arguably worse than anything than these fish guys. And that was that I used to post photos with only dogs and only guitars. <laughs> and the absolute worst part was the fact that the dogs weren't even mine. <laughs> they were friends or family members' dogs that I would take photos with. And you know why? I figured it was because the girl's eyes would be more drawn to the dog than they would for me, first of all, so I would automatically maybe get that swipe. And hey, I mean, bitches love bitches, am I right? <laughs> but the other main factor of it was that I thought it would be a conversation starter, where it's just like, oh, whose dog is that? Or like, whatever it would be. So I thought it would maybe help out. But then what I would also do, which is arguably even worse than that, was I would take videos or photos with my guitar thinking chicks were into musicians. And I mean, yeah, I thought it was a way for me to showcase off one of the skills that I had, but I also thought that that might have been a conversation starter. Like whatever guitar I had at the time that I thought was really nice is the one that I would pose with. Now what's worse than any of this was that when I was using my guitars as leverage, I also would think that like, well, if I pose with a guitar, then the chick on the other side of the screen is going to be like, oh, well, what else can he do with his fingers? Oh. <laughs> and that is arguably the OG fish photo. So I wasn't fish guy, but I was guitar guy. And I was also dog guy. So believe me when I tell you, I understand that I was part of the problem when it comes to the list of icks that women have on dating apps. But then arguably, what's even worse than any of those things, solely based on what I've seen my women friends swiping through when it comes to dating apps, is when you get this fucking guy. Where you get these fucking bachelor looking motherfuckers coming out and just being like, I'm looking to give my rose to a rose. Like, go fuck yourselves. <laughs> These absolute fuckboys who just think that they're fucking Fabio, who only want to showcase their fucking riz, is ridiculous. Even better than that, though. Oh my god, like those fucking quotes. I never lose. I either win or I learn. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's fucking losers in life. I'm pretty sure you've lost at something. You never played a game. You never lost at a game. What, you only learned how to win after that point? No, no, no. You still fucking lose. Ugh, so women, I see what you guys go through. And I am sorry. But you know what? Don't get too comfortable because we're all equal opportunists here. And now it's your fucking turn. <laughs> so let's go over what I used to see when I was on a dating app, all right? And you know, when I was sleeping through on those things... I used to see chicks all the time that my brain would just be like, don't engage with this one. We already learned that lesson. But my dick would just be like, fuck that Daft Punk one more time. 
And I would end up having the driest fucking conversation of my life with one of the hottest fucking chicks in the world. (laughs) I mean, am I just truly that excruciating to talk to? Or do these chicks just want you to put in all the work? And then it's so funny, like they get upset. Well, why did he ghost me? I don't know. Like, did you ever ask him a fucking question? Did you ever show a shred of interest on him? No. (laughs) Or like the best is like, I don't know why we just stopped talking. The conversation was going so well. But then when you actually look at the conversation, you see one side is a conversation and the other side is just one word answers. Like, oh, gee, I wonder why that didn't hold up. And you know what is really great about all of this is that without fail, it is always the fucking chick who uses that prompt. Swipe left if you can't hold the conversation. But you're the fucking one who can't hold the conversation. (laughs) I am literally the one who is trying to do what you are asking, which is holding a conversation. You're the one who's not holding up your end of this imaginary fucking bargain. (laughs) I mean, just tell me that you're not interested. Like, trust me, I can move on. We're on a fucking dating app. I'm one swipe away from finding somebody else better than you. But my goodness. Or another one I would see in the bio. It was always, I'm not here for a long time. I'm here for a good time. But then just go to a bar and try and pick up somebody. Like, I'm on here because I'm too afraid to talk to women in person. But some of us actually want something meaningful. And yeah, I know. Just swipe left. But you know what? Like most men, we think with our dicks. And you know what? I mean, this isn't to say that guys don't do the same thing. I just haven't been on that side of the spectrum, so I don't know. And I can't really speak for women on that issue, but I'm sure that men also are capable of committing this horrible crime. But I can only speak from my experiences, and in my experiences, this is kind of what happens to me. Now, I'm not saying don't flaunt it if you got it, but I think with all these filters and like whatever people can do to try and make their appearances just look so much better than they are, they also think that they can just get ahead with how they look and their personality really doesn't matter. I mean, it is okay to be humble. It is okay to admit that you have flaws. Just because you can virtually turn yourself into this like perfect idea of what you think you want to look like, it doesn't necessarily mean that you actually are fucking perfect. And your flaws are actually who kind of make you who you are. Like, it's okay to have mistakes. It's okay to know when people don't like certain things about you. It's what you can learn to change about yourself. And yes, some of these things might be a one-off. Maybe it's like, oh, I just didn't mesh with that person. Or maybe that person was just a dick. But you cannot just get by based on how you think you look. If you just think, oh, my looks are going to get me that job, that's not the case. Or even worse, if you think that you can only maintain a relationship just based on how you look, everything is based on your personality. And if you don't work on your personality, if you don't work on yourself, then nothing will ever fully be sustainable. So how about when we all go out there and try and sell ourselves, we're all trying to sell the best version of ourselves. We're not just trying to sell the best version of how we look. And you know what? On that note, I think that does it for me. If you guys liked what you heard, feel free to share this with a friend. Please give me a five-star rating. And feel free to also write me a review. Alright guys, that does it. I'll catch up with you next week.